1: innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
0: It is September 16th, 2019. This is Atlanta United FC Weekly, a Home Before
1: Dark podcast. Oh, there it is.
0: Chugga, 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 choo choo. Thank you guys for tuning in on this Monday evening. We are back after a couple week break between Labor Day, international break. Oh, it's you. Yeah, it's me. It's me for once.
1: (laughs) I'm the one doing the noises on my microphone. (laughs) Oh, for once. I get it. Okay. We just had a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah, just a lot of stuff going on the past couple weeks and uh, things didn't line up that great, but we're back and uh, better than ever.
1: You you got a show in last week though.
0: Yeah, I did. For those of you uh, who don't know, I joined Mouse of the South on the radio show on Atlanta Sports X. Yeah, it was interesting walking in and Matt Chernoff walks by me. How was it? How was it? It was good. It was it was great. I I really I really do enjoy recording with Eric. That was my first time recording with Sam. It was yeah. it was a good time.
1: Yeah. Um, how was it? How did the experience differ from doing our show? because the content was pretty much the same. Yeah, I mean,
0: it was the exact opposite. <laughs> no, it wasn't the exact opposite. It was it was the same. I mean, I uh, there were times, I guess, once or twice that I had to tell myself uh don't swear. Yeah, I'm on the radio.
1: To that point, Clayton Poss, no home before dark radio show coming soon for that reason. Yeah, it's it's
0: probably not probably not in any advertisers or any radio stations best interest given FCC fines but Eric was like he was really cool but he's like if you have to swear it's okay we have if you accidentally do we have a 20 second delay he can always beep you
1: do you have to do like the promotional cuts or whatever like you have to cut for commercial and all that how did that work with the flow of conversation? oh dude we went
0: over (laughs) we went over and we ended up only having like two minutes left at the end of the show really so we had two like five minute commercial breaks and Oh my god. Yeah, we were supposed to stop at one point.
1: Five minutes of commercials, is that normal?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially like with an hour show to How do long it's
1: been since I've listed two
0: five minute breaks, yeah. I think. I think oh, yeah, is what it makes ended sense. up being. That makes sense. I was really nervous because we had um trying to restore the chat on my uh computer. There we go. It wasn't it wasn't given it given to me to see all the homies in here. I could see it on your iPad, but I couldn't see it on your iPad. Yeah,
1: here. that's weird. It's weird. We got um, we got a new face in the in the trap. The ginger beard man first. Ginger time. beard man.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: we got a uh, Carl Seggie,
0: the Jordy down in uh down in Atlanta, six second referee. I think uh his six second ref. Um, ooh, <laughs> Richard so this- Gordon, Clayton Post, the ginger beard man, Will Bowron, the the uh sparkling the the spiked seltzer master, Will Bowron.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: Elliot Beavin. Gabriel LaHas, Gabe. I don't know why I called you Gabriel cuz it's showing up like that. Brian, coach
1: Chiefs coach Stephen uh Michelle. Um Brian has a good point. If So how i you have a communications degree. How does I don't even know if it gets brought up. How does all of the advertising work in radio? Do you Oh, you have a whole sales team. So
0: this it's
1: interesting so you sell to spots to
0: Yeah, well so my whole thing out of college, so I did get a degree in broadcast journalism. I'm sure it's probably not hard. It's probably hard to tell that that's broadcast what my degree journalism.
1: is. Communication. What did I say? No, it, was, it was mass communication with a okay. focus
0: in broadcast journalism. Uh, and I realized I definitely didn't want to do TV after doing those. Um, you don't have the face for it. No. <laughs> I mean, my family told me my whole life that I have a face for radio. So, like, that's an old trope. Um, anyway, so I get out of college I'm in Florence, South Carolina. There's not a whole lot of opportunity there. One spot opens to sell ads, to be a to Oh, be a, for journalism. Yeah. To be a, <laughs> to be a salesperson yeah. at uh Miller broadcasting radio oh, station yeah, yeah, yeah. in in Florence. So I go and I interview with this lady, and I'm like, you know, I could I see this as a foot in the door. She's like, no. She's so like, it's not a foot in the door it's a completely because separate. you, we have two completely separate teams that do not go back and forth between one another. We have a team that sells. We have a team that broadcasts.
1: That's cool of her to sort of draw that line and make that statement out the gate so it wasn't confusing for you long term. No, absolutely. That. And I
0: ended up getting a job with them where I ran commercials Yeah, mostly. I, I sat and monitored remote broad- broadcasts. I did broadcasts that uh, you know, I produce some remote broadcasts yeah. in uh, at a Groucho's Deli yeah, in yeah. McLeod uh, Hospital in in Florence. But yeah, I mean, it's it's mostly that. I mean, you know, you have a whole sales team that sells thirty second spots, fifteen second spots, sixty second spots. Not unlike how the podcast industry works.
1: I want but do... instead of
0: a radio station selling those spots, like you now, like agencies pick up podcasts to go and represent and.
1: We need to do that. We need to. So Brian mentioned this episode of Home Before Dark is brought to you by Arby's Beef and Cheddar. We need to just start cutting random adverts that we make up for just random stuff.
0: Are you saying advert to like make up for the fact that we don't know where Dan James is? Are you calling them adverts? Basically. You're putting that on the schedule. I miss Dan. I, I miss Dan too. I miss Dan a lot. I'm sure you guys do too.
1: Yeah. It's, a, it's tough. It's a bummer.
0: But yeah, it was fun. Again, big shout out to to Eric and Sam for for bringing me on. Um, probably won't be the last time. I know we
1: still got to get... You yeah. Know, they want to get you over there at some but, point. They got what they wanted. <laughs> <laughs> they got what they were after. You don't have to say that for my ego. <laughs> no, I don't think... They got a... what they were after. All I know is we they were got... like. Oh, okay. So Dan... Dan hasn't really been on much. Nobody's gonna understand his accent anyway, except for Michelle, who already listens to their regular show anyway. So check that box. Uh Kevin's gonna be tied up most likely. So we go straight to the source. You know, Tim's free. That's what we want. Got it.
0: Yeah, I think that is how it went down. <laughs> I, I, I really can't uh it's the it's the Charlie from It's Always Sunny. I lady. can't confirm or deny that. Yeah. Drawing strings. White on. claws, truly's wasn't
1: there a white Claw shortage at one point? It was trying times. Is there still? I don't know, dude. I saw a twa- probably with the decab water boil advisory ongoing. <laughs> I know my house is in a current shortage as a result. I saw. I saw, I saw Payson. I, I saw
0: Payson talking about how you know can can somebody confirm that I'm not gonna die or that or maybe this is why my stomach is gurgly because <laughs> I forgot about the pot non potable water warning and. Oh, mango! So, see, Will Will is saying again. Our Our Spike Seltzer correspondent, Will Bauron, saying that he can confirm that there's a mango shortage. Mango in a shortage. Or are you saying mango is the only one available? Because I went to the Speedway down the way for me, and that was the only one available. Yeah, was a mango.
1: Shit, you probably should have bought that and eBayed it,
0: dude. Yeah, that's probably not a bad idea. Start treating this like uh, Furbies and Nintendo Wiis. Yeah,
1: exactly. Huh. Just stock up.
0: That's interesting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a sure good a business legal. model. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is the last holdout location if you need the mango plug. That sounds weird, mango <laughs> plug. <laughs> <laughs> After dark. I can get back to you. Uh and Brian saying the advisory, the boil advisory has been lifted. Oh, it
1: has. I didn't realize that. Is it everywhere? So where were you when that <laughs> no. Um whenever that happened, I guess it was Saturday or maybe it was Friday night, Uh, that storm. Oh, yeah, because you're into cab, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that storm came through, and I started looking to see if we had an earthquake because I guess whenever the power plant, or not the power plant, but the water plant, went out and all the pumps and stuff messed up, it sent out this reverberating, like my pipes in my house were shaking, and I thought that I was having an earthquake, like there was an earthquake or something going on, but I guess it was just that, downtime for the pumps and then kicking back on and it just shook everything down the line how
0: much clay was how much clay was in your uh oh yeah in your bath oh it's been disgusting every (laughs) every
1: shower i go to take it's just
0: um yeah coach coach steve says he's never had a white cloth somebody fix that for that man i obviously can't so angie took me like before we get into soccer talk i I know everybody hopefully we'll get a little a little bit of like uh, easing in, a little comfortable conversation sure. before we it's start. It's been talking.
1: a while. We can't just jump right in.
0: Angie surprised me and took me because I don't drink. For those new listeners, I don't. I uh, you know I, I don't partake in alcohol, but I really do like kombucha. Yeah. And Angie took me to. There's a kombucha bar down on the West End in the brewery, the strip of breweries. I forgot what it says, like Atlanta Brewery Row or whatever it is, next to Monday Night Brewing, which Monday Night Garage. These glasses that we're drinking out of. And they just have kombucha on tap. You can get flights of it, and it's freaking delicious. That's cool. It's it's very good and good for you. Um, Yeah, let's talk about that Atlanta, you know, U.S. Open Cup. <laughs>
1: That's
0: what Elliot <laughs> yeah. says.
1: That's what, um, I'd rather talk about that. Okay,
0: full disclosure. Kevin and I did not go to the game on Saturday. I was at a wedding, and then Kevin's been moving or dealing with a move right yeah, now.
1: Yeah, been. I was refinishing <laughs> Cabinets, and painting cabinets, and half watching, Call us plastic,
0: call us what you will. I know I've heard it all, the whole who schedules a wedding on Saturday in the Southeast. Two people from Chicago who are very good friends of ours. Shout out to Katrina and Zach. Congratulations
1: on on getting married. It was really good for me, because I had four hours of entertainment between the Clemson game and the United game, so this is back-to-back. Yeah,
0: you're talking about the four hours it took to watch the Clemson game, because the two hours of the Atlanta United game... Or maybe it was like three
1: hours and 40 minutes of Clemson the first 20 minutes of Atlanta United. Yeah, it really was a five-hour stretch. I didn't, yeah, because it started at seven and I was finishing up around midnight. And that was when the Clemson game was ending. so. So we have two comments in the trap
0: right now that I will go ahead and preface by saying I am not trying to swerve talking about this. I just don't have any frame of reference to this and it'd be better served to throw it up to the people in the trap To discuss this, Carl Segge asking, he said, fellas, I wasn't at the match this weekend as I'm in Vegas for quote unquote work, but I would like to know how the atmosphere was at the match due to the planned protest. JG saying something new face in the trap. I believe JG saying haven't watched or listened to any Atlanta United news since that loss. What's the take from the protest? It looked a little ugly on Twitter before the game.
1: Yeah, that's the only impression that I have of it, is that it's seemed to tear the fan base into two factions.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. the the lead up to it a couple of days prior, the Reddit mods had to come out and say, they I can't remember the exact verbiage that the guy or girl used that said, the, the mod said something to the effect of, since neither side can discuss this, Civilly, yeah, I'm gonna have to shut this down, yeah, because posts were starting and discussions were starting. it seemed like it was okay back and forth, um and Domer, I think did a great job of posting, too. I have no idea what a side he was on because of the way he posted. he said it, it, I think there was like a text hotline set up for for people who were feeling unsafe at the game or anything yeah. like that, essentially saying protest or not you should be you know you should feel safe at the game you should feel safe to do yeah what you please on either side of the either side of the aisle and and there was like a, a short code to text if you know to, to text safe i think yeah. to let them know whether or not you were being uh, made to feel uncomfortable or molested as it were yeah so i don't know yeah i don't know it's uh, Michelle says it became really political and dramatic between SG's uh, Will Balron saying internet was ugly before and after.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like my only supporter section seemed just as loud or louder or me seems just as loud to me or louder. Didn't really notice anything different, says Richard Gordon. Yeah. Makes and then sense. coach Steve. Uh, and I, that's I, what I kind of yeah. expected. And I think that's the right course of action is that if. Everybody wants to be united in that front. That's great. But that the organizers of doing a silent protest can certainly do so. And if others want to continue to cheer and show their support in an alternative manner, that also plays out. So in my opinion, that's a win-win. You know, Um, nobody is prohibiting or discouraging either party from continuing to do so or to show fan support in the way that they deem necessary so
0: yeah michelle was saying it's it's seemed counterproductive as did uh coach steve but then she also said it was strange without the capo because the capo for yeah. resurgence wasn't there for the first 15 minutes yeah um yeah i i wish I could have somehow been in two places at once on Saturday and been to both, yeah. even though we did lose i mean i I never not want to be there, and that brings up another point that we'll talk about later in terms of people leaving the stadium early what it, okay we'll talk about that later yeah it, it it ended up being this this thing between with a
1: couple people on Twitter with uh can I just say that the past few weeks I have been so fucking busy outside of and it sucks. It's my outside of doing the show. My experience or engagement with anything has been very limited on social media on any accounts, and it's been a real bummer not having recorded in. I guess is three the third week. It's been three, two been three weeks. weeks.
0: Yeah, we we took two episodes yeah. off. Yeah. So it's
1: been three weeks since we've recorded, um, and it's been a real bummer not having that as part of my weekly routine and schedule because it's something that I look forward to every week but at the same time part of doing the show and being engaged with everybody means engaging more in social media and stuff like that and logistically just as much as I haven't been able to record I also haven't had any time or bandwidth to look at social media in any regard and it's I think everybody <laughs> needs to take some time to do that because Yeah. My God, man. Like after taking so much time off, and then you come back and it's like, uh, I, I don't need this. I'll back away yeah. for a little while, you know. That's it's, why
0: um yeah, whenever I did radio with Eric, he showed up at the uh the station. He's like, Do you have a personal Twitter account? I was like, Nope. Yeah. I said I got rid of that a long time ago. Yeah. And I deleted the app. Yeah. And until somebody parody accounted me, which was yeah. the weirdest thing yeah. I've ever seen in my life. And then, yeah, just having it. I've got to the point where I go and I look up mostly just results or like searching rumors and that yep. sort of thing for sports yep. and um like seeing reactions. Like I, I stay away from, you and I have muted quite a bit of, not people, but a lot of oh, a hashtags, lot of a lot of keywords because our account is set up yep. such that we want to engage yeah. with Atlanta United yeah. fans about Atlanta United. Right.
1: And we're they... not here to have a... We're not a political podcast. I'm not yeah. here to, And that's not to say anything about people that want to involve politics and in sports or whatever. That just... Our opinions on politics or where we stand is irrelevant in our opinion based on the content that we put out.
0: Yeah. I am not a... <laughs> uh jack of all trades master of none. jack of some trades master of none type of thing like i don't feel qualified to talk about a lot of things jack some trades my fantasy football league yeah (laughs) yeah that's uh that's how i ended up picking up matt no that was a waiver wire some guy at work was being really dumb Dropped matt ryan after like a bad week the where were we getting at oh you're talking about getting getting off of twitter and the refresh yeah Yeah, yeah, whatever yeah.
1: yeah that's uh
0: yeah, it is nice. It is it nice is. to take that that little break from there.
1: And luckily, with the team not having but just the couple of matches, it's been an easy way to tune out as well. It was a it was a good time. Yeah, to not have to be so plugged in to everything.
0: Yeah, that is nice. But now you got to you got to plug back in. Yeah, I mean, I got to give you the blue pill.
1: It's pretty cool, though. I mean, red, I'm I I'm really excited. Pill. We've got now we've got two games in hand, which is awesome. You know, you've been reminding me all season. About games in hand. Do we hand. have two games in hand on
0: New York City? Huh?
1: We only have one game in hand on New I feel like they're playing a game every other day and we're Well, we've got one on Wednesday t- against FC Cincinnati. Um I was looking at it just a little while ago. We have oh, you were just we being... have we have one game in hand yes, on Yes, We NYC do we do have Philly. a game in hand on which at, means at NYC. we can take first place, which is awesome. And, and Chris Fillingham Everybody make sure you remind me about games in hand. Yeah.
0: Chris Fillingham, <laughs> we missed you too, man. We uh we missed all you guys um oh man okay so let's talk about the hot button issue i guess from saturday oh sorry (laughs) have we not recorded since we won u.s open cup we did
1: i don't remember we did right i don't maybe we didn't i don't it's all a blur
0: um yeah yeah we're definitely getting off the protest um this is not the show for that. I don't know if there is a show on on the Atlanta United circuit that's really going to cover that in in that much depth. Maybe for the culture. Maybe,
1: yeah. I mean, they had they had a they had to take on the whole last issue and everything that happened last. So time. bigger
0: just... issue for me Saturday is hoping that my boy grown ass man Miles Robinson bounces back from oh, what was no what was arguably the worst game that he's had in terms of unfortunate events that transpired during the game it it happens yeah it happens to the best of them um so i would say the second goal and third goal were definitely on him the second goal i think it again this happens pretty much in every league i mean i woke up saturday morning to watch the liverpool game and trent alexander arnold who's one of the best right backs in the world gives up too much space in that same way that Miles Robinson gave up just too much space and didn't, you know, as a defender, you're not supposed to stab, right? You're supposed to get between the guy and the goal and, and try and get him to play into a mistake and, and then tackle the ball away from it. But he, um, he gave him too much space. The same thing happened, like watching Trent Alexander Arnold gave him the same space to, to Yetro Willems and, and pretty much the same goal from the opposite side. It happens to anybody I think that he got a little too comfortable, and I think he's probably going to snap back from that. I, yeah. I I think in a lot of ways this will define our season the way that he responds from Saturday. I know that sounds like an overreaction, but he's been our rock throughout the entire season in the back. He's been unbelievably reliable in both you know, chasing down attackers, being able to play uh, passing lanes, getting in and intercepting balls, Winning 50-50 balls, just being the all-around standout defender that he has been, he's a young guy. I really hope Greg Berhalter didn't break him whenever he went away on U.S. men's national no. team duty, and um I think the way he, again, the way he bounces back, I think in a lot of ways is going to define, you know, the rest of our season.
1: Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to say it before, but right now we're sitting in third, um, even with the game in hand, we can't take first. I'm, I'm willing to say DeBoer out at this point, I think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Uh, yeah.
1: You know, yeah, I mean, and, and to JG's point, I mean,
0: Miles Robinson is 22 years old. He's going to bounce back completely fine. Yeah. I, at least I expect him to bounce back yeah. fine.
1: Well, the problem that he's going to have is the same problem that the rest of the team's going to have, which is the compressed schedule in these last six or five matches, which season is-
0: ends middle of October.
1: Uh, beginning of October. Beginning of
0: October? Yeah.
1: The 15th, somewhere
0: around there, is our yeah. first playoff game, yeah. right? Yeah. Which so, we clinched. That I mean, that was positive news. At least the team tried to spin it in a good way. We got an email after the game, after Orlando. Yeah, but Orlando. It wasn't because of our result. Yeah, because <laughs> of, because of the draw in Orlando between them and New England,
1: we ended up clinching a playoff spot. So, uh, yeah, there's that. Ooh, Joe Johnstone with the real questions. Does... Arby's do a beef and cheddar box. They do need to do a box like the Taco Bell box that they have like six items for 5 bucks, you know. Ugh. It's like, oh, you get churros and uh grilled stuffed burrito yeah. and a crunch wrap supreme and a chalupa and a drink for 5 bucks. What if you did a crunch wrap supreme or a uh
0: the Crunchuizee? What's the Crunchuizee? The chalupa. Oh, the grilled cheese The chalupa? cheesy
1: cheesy gordita crunch. Well, you know they've got the, what is it, the grilled cheese chalupa or whatever, like the shells made out of cheese? Are you serious? Yeah.
0: I haven't been to Taco Bell in so long. (laughs) Actually, I take that back. It was like a couple weeks ago. But What were you talking
1: about? Uh, Uh, I'm talking about substituting the
0: ground beef in a Taco Bell taco for beef and cheddar.
1: For the roast beef from Arby's. Yeah, Yeah, but then you take that first bite and you pull out the (laughs) ribbon of... (laughs) You just just have this roast beef noodle that just slops down. With a
0: horseradish sour cream in there? God, that would be good. Just that
1: pocket of horseradish cream at the bottom of your grilled stuff burrito. Really spicy. It's like an icing piping bag of uh, horseradish cream in the bottom of your grilled stuff burrito. (laughs) Oh, it's disgusting! <laughs> <laughs> oh oh good God. So, um, yeah, it's a really compressed schedule going into the last five matches. Um,
0: yeah, it, people in the trap trying to trying to somehow start some shit about how Joseph's goal was an own goal. No, 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 no. no. It was absolutely Joseph's goal. We can't have that happen. We can't have the league rec- can't the, record have beats, happen. the record books
1: the overturning that. No. The league's like, nah, no, we won't VAR that. Let's just let it go. We need it. We need it for yeah. the ratings. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, exactly. And speaking of which, you know, we were talking about ratings, potential ratings between Atlanta United versus LA Galaxy in a final last night. How about them dropping seven goals on KC last and night? And Slatan
1: getting a hat trick. He got trick. a hat
0: trick. He's only, what is he, like three goals behind Carlos Vela? It's I a pretty two- tight now. It is a pretty yeah. You're right. It's Vela at 28, Zlatan at 26, Joseph's, Joseph's four at behind. 24, and then the next yeah. down is nine behind. Yeah. Diego Rossi has. Luckily,
1: 15. Atlanta has FC Cincinnati, and this Wednesday, knock on wood, is a great game both for Miles Robinson to bounce back. You get LGP back, and a game that you could conceivably see Joseph score a brace or a hat trick against a very very down in the dumps FC Cincinnati. Yeah,
0: you say that, but at the same time, we were going up against uh, a Columbus team who had lost four or five straight games. They're the second worst team record-wise in the East. It was not necessarily... uh, What I fear about this is it felt like we were playing to our level of competition and we got stifled. Granted, as you said... And as people in the trap have said, LGP did some LGP shit, got suspended for this game.
1: Also coming off of a long break. And the the announcers made note of that a couple of times, you know, this all sports and all teams, Atlanta included in that are, they play better when they're playing with consistency and they're playing on a regular schedule and a regular form. And this team has had a pretty good amount of time off. From having to play that's gonna ring rust as it were yeah exactly yeah. exactly
0: but the problem is i i think that columbus had columbus played during the international break when we hadn't i don't know i don't think that they had so it's not like they were coming into this fresh and like in form I and agree. in in, in rhythm and and all that i i, I mean, make no I excuses like that for that
1: was a 1-1 game i mean the the own goal is unfortunate but Across the board, I don't think Atlanta wildly outplayed Columbus. Yeah. And Columbus, I don't think, outplayed Atlanta to what the scoreline presented at the end either.
0: No. Tony Neitzel, taking the words out of my mouth. He said, we still have no excuse for that match. We had a solid starting 11. I mean,
1: it doesn't matter, guys. We have a game in hand.
0: <laughs> Let's talk about the goal, though. I mean, the the, the ball up from Emerson Hyndman. Yeah. And then the ball in from Petey into oh Joseph. God, it turn, was beautiful. The yeah. turn
1: by Petey. It get was that. so
0: good. Uh, I really, I'm a big fan. Of, obviously, it didn't turn out too well for us, so maybe I shouldn't say that. But I'm a big fan of um, having Emerson Hyndman and then also having um, Darlington Nagby on the pitch together. Yeah. Just the amount of playmaking that it gives you and the control that it gives you in the midfield. It, it's just hard, though. Um, you know
1: that was the first game that we've lost at home where Eric Rometty's been starting? is it really uh-huh we have wow. not lost a game at home with eric remetti starting until that's this crazy past weekend. yeah
0: oh that is that is very crazy yeah i didn't realize that you know what else is crazy we only have three thumbs up smash that like button guys have how come you haven't smashed the like button let me press that don't touch
1: in my computer
0: yeah it's done it is it it is done that's not a computer. That's an iPad. Oh, semantics! I'm a computer. I'm a learning computer. Help,
1: computer! <laughs> <laughs> I um, mean, my mom got one. We put some games on it, and um, um
0: Michelle with the the TMZ type shit saying uh, apparently Nagby is off to Columbus. His house is up for sale. Really? Maybe he just wants to move further out or move somewhere else in Atlanta. There's a lot of houses available, Michelle. Maybe I mean, he just wants I don't know if you know this, Michelle, school.
1: but mortgage rates are at a 10-year low right now. Everyone should be buying houses right now.
0: Yeah. Especially in mine and Kevin's neighborhood. You guys should be buying all the houses. Above asking. That's the only way to get houses whenever the market is this low. You buy above high, asking. sell low. Yeah, exactly. If you do it at a high enough volume, it makes sense. It's yeah. the Amazon model.
1: Yeah, you buy high with a low rate so that you can sell high at a low rate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you see the interest rates whenever you sell your house, dude. I,
0: I don't. I don't know if it works like that.
1: You do pass off that fucking six percent cut though, which sucks. <sighs> yeah. Not if you
0: go with Ronda Duffy, Duffy Realty of Atlanta dot
1: com. One half of one percent plus five hundred dollars the, the, down. The, the buyer and seller uh, take home is like the STDs of real estate. It's just like it just keeps getting passed on to the next person. It's the uh, what's the what's the one that guys have that they don't show symptoms of HPV. <laughs> it's it's H- LGP. It's the LGP. they got LGP. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I heard they got a vaccine for LGP these days, but
1: Yeah, yellow cards. Makes it go away. (laughs) (laughs) Makes it go away. But it'll come back. All right. We'll we'll have an LGP flare up this week against SC (laughs) Cincinnati. I'm fully expecting an LGP flare up this Wednesday against Cincinnati.
0: It's not about curing, it's about suppression. (laughs) That's what
1: <laughs> I mean, you're always going to have to live with it. That's what I learned for from... God. <laughs> those are herpes commercials
0: whenever we were kids on like daytime TV. Yeah, it's not about curing it. It's about suppressing it. <laughs> <laughs> Is this an ad for the Catholic
1: Church? I just I, I wish I wish Jay would make a like a a testimonial video in like black and white but it's it's cut like one of those medical commercials. <laughs> it's like, <just> like <laughs> are you living with LGP? <laughs> it just shows the rep throwing up a yellow card. Oh now, god! <laughs> now there's a way to not cure, but to suppress. <laughs> Too much LGP. For only five yellow cards ruining, a month. <laughs> ruining your run of play. <laughs> There's no. <laughs> oh, this is sexy FDB.
0: <laughs>
1: if you have chronic plaque psoriasis, FDB <laughs> or LGP may work for you. <laughs> Ask your line judge. <laughs> get, to your your line ju- get to your line judge about Vialba. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Vialba gets some play time this week. Speaking yeah, of he did Um, a fan favorite as the, let's cheers
0: it real quick. Cheers to, to, to Carl's point. this This is the widest or wildest spread of topics. Um, Joe Johnstone says, hold on, sexy FDB time. All right. All right. It's time. Let's see if I can make this work the first time.
1: I don't know if you heard. Released a statement about the loss about an hour ago, um, about why we really lost the match um, on Saturday night, and he really just said it came down to he was just so dang sexy that our players lost focus after the international break because they came back and realized, dang, I want to be as sexy as that man. Anyway, hope you guys have a good night. Bye. That's definitely what it was.
0: I I will say that I have never worn a shirt that makes me that that feels as good, or feels as well fitting as any shirt that Frank de Boer's ever put on. Yeah,
1: what do yeah. you think it smells like? Oh, what do you think Frank de smells like? Dutch oven. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or Dutch rudder. Either Set way, that one up for yeah. you. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Frank de FDB Dutch oven.
1: Yeah. Yeah, huh, must- you do, It's another one You do like a As seen on TV commercial Like a set it and forget it Kind of thing For a Dutch oven <laughs> <laughs> In front of like A live studio audience It's just all the players You got Darren Eels up there
0: <laughs> Somebody that's good with Like deep fakes Needs to do a Ronco A Ronco commercial god. But with Frank DeBora I'm Oh not. my god um, So the big The big elephant in the room that we really haven't talked about much, if at all, has been uh, the Miles Robinson own goal. It was pretty shocking. Yeah. It was obviously a mishit. It seems like he knew the position that he was in and just seemed like a pretty bad mishit. Yeah. And that's when the stadium started to empty. Yeah. And that has been... At least in the silo that I've seen it in between a couple people that started hey. the topic on it. Go ahead. Sorry. It has been a very divisive topic. Divisive. Divisive. Yeah. About whether or not it's ever okay to leave the game early.
1: Yeah. Let me let me maybe rephrase this or reposition this. It never him. starts. That's never no. the good. No, 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 no. no. No Uh, no offense. No, 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 no. Not Not to be a dick. It's not going to be anything like that. Um, Fans have shown disinterest in the performance of this club on multiple occasions this season in the form of leaving early and booing the coach, which also ended up being a a voice of uh, dissatisfaction with the players as well in some regard if given the choice between between walking out or booing, because fans are going to be upset. They're going to be frustrated. I I don't expect to fix that problem or, or come up with a a real solution other than, you know, stand and and stay for the full 90 as I try to. Honestly, the only times I leave is whenever we're winning. Um, I've not been one to leave whenever we're, we're losing, but if you had to choose between, booing or or walking out early
0: which would you I think you kind of live in my brain sometimes because (laughs) you were out on the golf course today neither of neither of us had talked to each other today but I part of me was thinking this them leaving early doesn't give them the ability to voice their dissatisfaction and it's gotten I mean whether it was people yelling at FDB during the beginning of the season whenever they were uh being very uncouth to yeah. both him and to Joseph Martinez and yeah. just to the team in general. I I think it probably is better for morale if people are leaving versus booing. Yeah. If those are the two options. Yeah. You know, as as Will Balron said, or it's like, are neither of those options? Um Yeah, exactly. It's it's gonna happen. I mean Let's be honest. Have you ever watched a blowout in a in a sporting event and not seen the stadium a home team get blown out? I should say, and not seen the stadium start to empty a little bit? Oh, all the time. First, it is not to be in defense of people leaving early for traffic, but getting out of Mercedes Benz on a seventy thousand day game is not easy. Yeah. In I'm not saying to leave early to beat traffic. I I just want to make that clear. But I can't slate anybody for doing that.
1: Yeah. I... To the point of if neither is an option, obviously that's the way to go. Then it would be leaving early. Then it would be... Like, booing would be the last resort. last resort for me. The only argument I can make for leaving early... And this sets aside anything about, you know, you need to be there for a full 90 if you're going to weigh in on some opinion about where the club is at and and what it means to support this team and yada, yada, yada. It's a whole other topic of discussion, but the only sort of validation I can give in that leaving early, uh, aside from the fact that it obviously it's going to be disappointing for the players and stuff like that, is when when does it occur and is the game, is it possible to bring it back? And at the point where Miles Robinson scores that own goal, it's so late in the game and you're two goals down and haven't shown any signs of making any actual comeback attempt at that point anyway. It's, it's tough for me to get too emotionally involved in that or take some hardline stance on it. In the same way that I did with the booing earlier in the season, where that that really rubbed me the wrong way. So,
0: yeah, no, I agree wholeheartedly. I I, I still stand by. I don't think you boo your players
1: because I can at least make an argument for leaving early that I can't make for booing. And so there's there's a couple
0: of strings of streams of consciousness to to kind of piece together here in in talking about forty five thousand fan games versus seventy thousand fan games. And this may be part of the result. So JG saying 45,000 is, you know, are, are better than the 70,000 games. And then, um, coach Steve saying to me, seriously, it's the difference between being a quote unquote supporter and quote unquote observer. I mean, I wasn't there to see how empty the stadium got after miles scored that own goal. But I mean, is it a, is it a matter of just there being an influx or overflow of, non-quote-unquote yeah. die-hard fans right, that right. were there that kind of Like, how emptied many of the the those stadium. people
1: were there just on a weekend yeah, to go? Exactly. Because it's at that... Like, was that showing more indicative of the size of the crowd and maybe the people that were there rather than a lack of interest or a lack of support from the 30,000 season ticket holders or whatever it may be?
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, and Brian, I I agree with this, too. I don't... Um i so carl carl segi newcastle fan was he was saying something to the effect of whether we're up by four or losing by 42 you know i'll I'll stay for the match and that's you as a diehard i mean and he he said you don't see it in europe but to wills or no who was it it was uh brian he was saying i see it at the end of every two goal deficit deficit home loss in the premier league i do too i see lots of fans bailing on matches towards the end of the game i it's like the end of a American football game, NFL game. If there's two minutes left and the other team is driving and has the ability to to kneel the ball, or if the game is out of reach and your team is just kind of playing out, I just think, kind of running through the motions to, to play the game out. I mean,
1: while I can make all of these points of interest and, and statements across the board from a, a generalized standpoint, I think what's the most disheartening is the accounts that people are mentioning of the supporter section clearing out early. Yeah. That, that those are people that are quote unquote, the diehards. Like we're talking about in a very general sense, about 70,000 people and not every one of them is going to be a diehard, but the people that are there filling out the supporter section should be that example of, what it means to be a diehard yeah, supporter yeah. It's, and for them to clear out that, that is very frustrating to me to hear that that took place. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's definitely disheartening to Michelle's point. She's brought it up a couple of times and, and she was saying it's, it's just the timing of it makes it worse just because yeah. it was right after miles right. scored that own right. goal. And what if he looked up, sees the, the fans clearing yeah. out for yeah. that?
1: Uh, yeah, it's, it's tough. Um, I can't defend it, you know, across the board yeah. but I can I can understand that more so than I can booing. But I'd
0: asked on uh Twitter people's thoughts about the past weekend and uh, thoughts going into into Cincinnati. Uh Chris Fillingham at big or at or big time Bama fan at Chris Phil, Chris Fillingham in the in the trap just asking in general are we going flat?
1: I don't Did think so. Did we peak too early? I don't think so. I think this team is going to ramp up. I I'm I think that first is out of reach at this point i don't see us game in hand bro i don't see us beating nyc in this weekend
0: they're the best team i i I said this yesterday to to our buddy christian who's a red bulls fan i said nycfc are the best team in mls right now yeah i don't think there's a better team um i don't think lafc beats them right now if they play head-to-head in a one one match yeah um, or a single elimination match
1: so i don't see us beating them You know, Philly, we've talked about them maybe dropping. You see them drawing LAFC this past weekend, you know. You could easily see them holding on to second place. You've got Toronto nipping at Atlanta's heels right now with the potential to jump us if we don't get results. And with the games that we have yet to play, I think we pick up an easy three points against Cincinnati. I think we drop three against NYCFC. Who else do we have at the back end of that? Uh New England, New England. we end on. I think we potentially could drop that game if they stay as hot as they have been. Um, I, I think
0: they've cooled off a, a decent amount, right? I mean they're they lost to NYCFC. They drew Orlando. They I mean, they're not the team that you know came in on that, you know, eight match hot streak, whatever it was whenever Bruce Arena came in, but at the same time they aren't anybody to sneeze at, I guess.
1: Yeah. So I don't, I don't know where this team ends up at. I don't think that we're flat. Oh, we have San Jose also. Yeah. I don't think we're flat, but I also, I'm not so quick to say that we're still trending in a manner that convinces me that Atlanta will take the first or second spot right now. I think third or fourth is is a likely and reasonable expectation right now. So to
0: piggyback off of this, Coach Steve, Chiefs Coach Steve, uh, what is his Twitter handle? I think it's just that, right? Uh, It's Chiefs Steve. Um, Kind of similar in that same vein, if the tank was that empty after the international break, can we recharge enough to make a lengthy one-and-done run in the playoffs? What do you think? I think so. I think a lot of it's contingent on Barco getting back. Oh, and also yeah. seeing, I mean, again, no excuses about the match on Saturday, but seeing LGP reintegrated with that back line, I think is going to be kind of huge going into the going into the home stretch.
1: Do we have a timeline on Barco right now? Not that
0: I know of. I haven't seen anything to that effect. Anybody in the trap know otherwise. I haven't paid a ton of attention today, but going into the match on Saturday, the last we had heard was that he was still dealing with that muscle injury.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so. I don't know when he may be back, and uh-huh. and it may not be until playoffs. At this at this rate, you know.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know. And then, um, yeah. What about Bello? Where's Bello at?
1: Where's Bello?
0: Where is Bello? I was
1: don't he know. was he in the eighteen? I'm, I'm. I have a feeling that we may not see Bello, start or get much, if any, play time until next season. At this rate.
0: At least with the first team. I don't think yeah. it
1: makes much sense whenever you've got Parkhurst, Pogba, LGP, Miles Robinson, Escobar. I mean, why why throw in a player that got one game of playtime this season with the first team so. right now? I think I think Bello is all but a next season prospect
0: yeah that's what bill bill walron will balron saying at this point bellow yeah. is a 2020 yeah. player yeah a playoff depth that says that is a good question joe johnston asking potentially whether or not, you as know, a Bello sub, it just depends depth. on
1: what happens with the rest of the players
0: good thing is lgp avoids a yellow card this match it's five yellows right for accumulation yeah he avoids this one he can get a yellow the rest of the games of the season he ain't gonna avoid it
1: No You know what? I know
0: LGP it. gonna LGP Yep And it's gonna Do happen Do you
1: suffer from Early onset LGP?
0: <laughs> LGP Do you make too? Ra- Do you make rash tackles And forget That it happened? <laughs>
1: just, and then you just show up Like doing Getting incensed With the ref <laughs> I And mean, it fades to Do black Do you and pinch white. your fingers? <laughs> and it fades to black
0: Do you talk with your hands At the referee?
1: Oh man.
0: What are the symptoms of LGP? I want to know the side effects. <laughs> the side effects of Vialba. Do you leave the, tr- the your only back treatment line for LGP
1: completely exposed <laughs> to the counter to the counterattack? Uh-huh. Do you overly commit to challenges far too f- much <laughs> upfield?
0: Do you often find your legs
1: outstretched? <laughs>
0: You may have early onset LGP. What is what is adult onset LGP look like?
1: Or what is We'll find out in 3 years. It's just
0: type 1 LGP.
1: <laughs> we <laughs> got full two. blown LGP.
0: <laughs> oh god.
1: Oh man. That's great. That's really good. Yeah, Br-
0: Brian another symptom is intense indignation at being carded.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: That is absolutely true. Okay, so the other uh, the other little tidbit. Let's go, let's get into this. Uh, John P on Twitter atlutd17 somehow got that handle. Must have got that early. Uh, need to use Cincinnati to get Joseph four goals to tie it up with Vela. I think he gets
1: at least a brace.
0: Uh, at this point, uh, I, the way that we played against Columbus, I don't think anything's guaranteed. You don't I, think
1: this team's going to play with a chip on their shoulder coming out of that game?
0: Granted, it was a different Cincinnati team when we played them, but they drew us at home. I mean, that's... It's a different
1: Atlanta team than we played then. It was too. a very
0: different Atlanta team. It's true.
1: Very different.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I have to address this. Carl Segui saying type 2 LGP is Pepe. Do you know who Pepe is? Yeah. Center back from Portugal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely
1: correct. Type 2 LGP. I think or, that's what Dan's got. Or Nigel de Jong. Dan's got type 2 LGP. <laughs> <laughs> or is this type one? I can never remember. I'm pretty sure he's got type. He's one got LGP. early onset LGP. He's got type one LGP. Yeah, it's genetic.
0: Um, going into Cincinnati though, I feel I feel good about the game. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it's a good, as you said, it's a good game for Miles Robinson to bounce back. It's a good team for Atlanta to, or a good game for Atlanta United to get some confidence back. I don't think we've lost our mojo. I don't necessarily think we peaked early. I think we underestimated the hell out of Philadelphia. And then going in at home, we haven't lost at home in a long time. And Col- Columbus is nothing if not capable. They're a team that's absolutely underperforming their talent level, at least in my opinion. They showed it early on in the season that they were a team that looked like they were set to compete for one of the top three positions in the East. They mm-hmm. faltered. They faltered. Obviously, but Jasi Zardes had enough of everybody's shit on on Twitter and was like, "All these Atlanta United fans that are talking shit about me during the they
1: had nothing to fucking lose during in these that game, friendlies." Man. He's
0: like, he had a hell of a goal too. Yeah, I mean that rebound that he hit in yeah. was was
1: pretty I mean, sublime. He, he put it where nobody was gonna get. Yeah, to
0: that no, you couldn't you couldn't get yeah. that. Yeah, not even Alec can could have stopped that.
1: Uh, debatable yeah. <laughs> <It's pretty
0: laughs> yeah That's true Tim Backus Would have got that That's a yeah. name That came up On the, the radio show oh The other night God. Yeah Whenever we were Talking about uh, Draft picks Or talking about The first players That that were on uh, That were on Atlanta United It was like Tim Backus Vialba Kenwin Jones And Jeffrey O'Toole. Fucking
1: Kenwin Jones Yeah Yeah What a dud That ended up being. Oh
0: yeah Yeah I think everybody had like revisionist history about how good Kenwin Jones was at Stoke City Sunderland. and Sunderland. Or either that or was like, he was okay in the Premier League. Maybe he's going to like stand out, be great. I mean, Bradley Wright Phillips is definitely the model you should not look at whenever you're looking at players from, from England because he came from like League One Charlton and he was like the underperforming son of Ian Wright. And he's like to take a flyer on him, and he turns out to be one of the greatest strikers in MLS <laughs> history. It's like, okay, let's go get some more League One guys yeah. or some more championship guys. Yeah. And no, it, it, definitely yeah, didn't, yeah, it definitely didn't work out. We had a Swiss Army knife in Chris McCann, though. That's true. We did. That man was nothing if not a Swiss Army knife.
1: Yeah, yeah. He
0: could play in whatever position he was asked. He wasn't great at any of them. It's true. But he was serviceable in a couple. He'd do it. Yeah. Um, uh, what do we got in the trap? Yeah, Elliot saying Zardes is MLS quality. That's true. Um, so Kendrick sent something to the Slack earlier, and I completely forgot to take a look at it. He said, "Did y'all talk about Philly not using any of their charter flights and no plans to use them either?" You just saved me the the time of of reading through that article. I appreciate it. No, that is some cheap shit. That's some Kansas City Royals, Pittsburgh Pirates level shit. Like why that's saving money, man? It's cheaper to fly That's commercial
1: dumb. than to charter those flights or to take do MLS teams take buses? You think Bedoya or make a corner flag statement about that? Philly fix your charter flight situation now.
0: <laughs> Be enough to uh enough to make me do that. Uh Michelle saying Rooney said today I I did see this headline. He said that MLS players are underpaid. And what was interesting is the first reaction I saw was like coming from a guy who's overpaid, and it's like there are some guys on these teams that are making like sixty and seventy thousand dollars <laughs> yeah. a year. Yeah. And that's that's nothing. Like one of my friends from college, Angela Salem, who has played all over NWSL, played in Australia and Finland, and like they have to take second jobs. Yeah they have to have day jobs to play to play professionally in that league. Yeah. And then you step up to MLS and there are certain guys, obviously there are some big earners in MLS. There's no, that's why the, the DP rule exists. That's why Tam existing. But there are guys that fill out your roster that are,
1: Oh yeah. They're making, I mean, go look at Atlanta United's roster right now, go pull it up. And I think you'd be shocked to see who's making what in this lineup. That's going out, making big plays. Look at how much miles Robinson's making. You want to talk about, <laughs> yeah, like, as much as we talk about Miles Robinson, week in, week out, go look at where he sits on the salary cap. I'm willing to bet it's, it's the lower quarter of that salary. But thanks to
0: the lack of transparency that I hope goes away in the CBA negotiations in January, we won't really know salary numbers until the end of the year. Like they don't really usually disclose that stuff until the end of the year, unless they've done it earlier on this year. So Kendrick saying, get Gressel his bag. I agree. The, what was the stat? Who, who was it that? So Elliot's asking who the lowest paid player for Atlanta is. There was some stat uh, somebody. Jose Hernandez makes more money per year. I believe than Julian Gressel, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that was the stat. Talk about a really bad comparison. Um, yeah,
1: that's all right. I'm pulling it up on Denver Post right now. Uh this is twenty nineteen, but it'll be a good It's twenty nineteen.
0: This that's this year.
1: Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> oh yeah, because it's got Dion on here. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to find where um Miles Robinson. Miles Robinson, hey, he makes he makes a pretty good chunk. Um base salary for Miles Robinson is hundred and forty five. Um but then you look at some other players like George Bello making 75, um Deion Pereira making 56. Um I'm trying to see who's like you know what's crazy to me that Jillian Gressel is the lo- like make is paid less than Miles Robinson. And he's well, been he, here. I know it's because of his the draft staff. his draft, yeah. and all of that. But like, that's so crazy to me. But that's why
0: Julian Gressel was at Loggerheads. His management team, to at least from my understanding,
1: even better is that Shea made almost as much as Julian and Miles Robinson combined. <laughs> <laughs> that's a
0: product of him playing in England for a while and
1: coming back. And crazier still is that Pogba makes three hundred grand. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. He make, Pogba makes as much as Franco Escobar, as much as Michael Parkhurst, as much as Eric Rometty, more than Breck Shea, I forget that Kevin Kratz is still on the roster. More than Jeff Lorinowitz, Twice as much as Miles Robinson. Uh, Yeah. You know what's crazy, though? Almost is three like, times as much as Gressel.
0: You know what's crazy is how much I... At least I feel, and this is obviously opinion and conjecture, but I feel like if the salary cap restrictions were lifted or they were extended, I feel like Atlanta United would be paying those players a lot more money. Because it's it's, it's so interesting the way that this team fills out how much merch it sells, how much return on investment, essentially, that Arthur Blank and his crew are getting from this team. And then to think about their salaries in relation to what other teams like
1: league minimums are Do you know how much they make off of all the you know identity stuff? Does Identity stuff? Yeah. Lifelock? You know what yeah, I lifelock. No, I mean You're talking about likenesses? Yeah, 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 that's what that's the word I was looking for. Does Joseph make money off of every Joseph Martinez kit that, that I, gets sold? I don't know. I don't know. But I would presume or all the Joseph like Golden Boot shirts that came out last year.
0: I would presume yes, or assume yes, because they're just thinking about other leagues, like in the NBA. Like when LeBron changes his number every year, yeah, he buys back all like he buys back all the jerseys from the
1: oh shit, he buys
0: a lot of them back or like spends a lot of money yeah buying back. Interesting. I don't know if it's coming from him or if it's coming from Nike or whomever, but um. And I think I've seen that happen in, in the EPL and in the- you know
1: what does make me feel a bit better though right now about this whole P. T. Martinez signing, is that I know it was a huge transfer fee transfer fee, but his base salary is nine hundred thousand dollars.
0: He's not even making a million a He's year. He's not in even base making a million.
1: Yeah. Barco's making f- one point four. Joseph making three. Like I'm okay with Pity sitting at nine hundred right now, considering what he's done so far. Yeah.
0: That's what's crazy about a lot of those like bigger signings. Like they spend a ton of money just to negotiate with the player to bring them over to their team.
1: Now, the crazy thing is because we got Miram for a steal, right? Wasn't his yeah. like, wasn't it, uh, it was like, like draft a hundred and fifty thousand dollars in game, but his salary is still $650,000. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, it's very weird. It's but interesting it, to see But it at all the same though.
0: time like this whole single entity thing with MLS I think paying most of the contracts I think has a lot to do with it. Yeah. It's um
1: and and just so if everybody wants to know where I'm this is coming from. Though. This is coming from Denver Post which is MLS salary figures released by MLS Players Union as of June 1st, 2019. Um that's where this is coming from. So, it's fairly recent. <laughs>
0: Michelle said, "There's a great article in the Athletic with Joseph. He talks about moving his grandma here and having to support his whole family, and how he gets a bonus every time he scores." And Brian uh, obviously is correct when he says, "I think it was like for a five for five beef and cheddar coupon." <laughs> it's true. Do you remember when? Does Ar- Arby's doesn't have the five for five anymore? Do they? You're welcome. <laughs>
1: it's your fault. <laughs> yeah. God, dude, I can't that was tell my you. crossed a bear. Yeah, <laughs> you remember how like Sonic had the brown bag special? Uh, brown bag special puts that five for five to you shame. You shut your mouth. Five full Sonic burgers for five bucks—like that's an insane amount of food.
0: That wasn't the brown bag special though. That was yeah, a five was. for five. No, the
1: brown bag special was two Sonic oh, it was Burgers, two, two. two it was two, two and I was two. talking about I was talking about the Tuesdays where you got the oh, yeah. when five you, for five. Yeah. And I would just line them up on my arm whenever I was having to dress those things. What?
0: <laughs> yeah, Brian's adolescence was littered with Arby's coupons, as was ours and uh and that $10 buy one, get one free thick burger card that we had from Hardee's. Oh,
1: you guys didn't see my new kit, by the way. I didn't, I didn't Kevin is rocking
0: our uh, our alma mater, Lakewood Gators. This is the, uh, for those of you watching on the YouTube stream, again, dope, if right? you guys are if you guys are watching with us still on our end, thank you. We love you guys. Yeah, he's wearing our Lakewood Gators uh, JV. I want to say it's like a 2002, 2002 JV team. It's uh,
1: pretty legit. Yeah. I dig it
0: absolutely, all right,
1: anything else
0: um, as we wrap it up, I've been to ask you, Angie brought this up the other day.
1: How's the hornet coming along? I have one last payment to the mechanic to get it up and running. I've paid for all the parts and 75% of the labor. So I have one payment left for a couple hundred bucks. and That's awesome. I'll turn it back over to me. Kevin. Kevin's all body first, work and all that. Kevin's first car. I'm going to wear this one. I'm yeah. going to take it for Was a ride. It was an AMC. Because then it's going to be like a green screen effect because it's green <laughs> with green interior. So you're just going to see a floating head inside the car. Yeah.
0: He had a 1975? Uh-huh green amc hornet i remember telling my dad he's like
1: why did he buy an amc the thing is so (laughs) great dude The thing is
0: a solid steel box so great you can take a head-on with a you take a head-on collision with a tractor trailer and be fine with that thing
1: yeah they don't make
0: them like that anymore domer domer donaldson uh just sent this to me it was a article um on atlanta united's website it's just nice to see just a really nice i think they retired mine Really nice uh, shot. Of, that is really great. Yeah, really nice shot of Angie's uh, Kings of the South King Peach flag flying in the supporter section. That's yeah. that's awesome. It's always good to see it. Thanks to Terminus Legion, always as always for for flying that at games.
1: I'm convinced that they had to retire the Unite flag. And it makes me sad. Did, was there a Unite flag uh, spot spotting sighting? Well, this weekend? No. I've looked at it. I've looked for it every game since all this political stuff has happened because it's not yeah. a political statement in any way. No, it's but.
0: absolutely not a political statement. It actually goes counter to yeah, um but, both you know, things. Things to take um, on a life of their own. The Brian says he wants a Pookie kit. So Timu Pookie is a Finnish striker for uh, Norwich and he's uh, amazing. They they took down Man City on Saturday and it was my heart just melted. It how, was,
1: how good did it feel to take down um, Miggy this weekend? By the way. <laughs> are you proud? Are you happy with yourself? Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. All I care about is that Mane and Sala made up. Um,
1: can Can we all just talk about how glad I am that Miggy shaved his head and Liz just <laughs> embraced it?
0: Yeah um yeah congrats on winning the title too no the pookie thing all that makes me think of like i wanted to post but i can't find a gif of it did you ever watch harold and kumar the first one uh-uh. all right well there's a part where they pull up to a white castle i actually don't think it <laughs> maybe it was the white castle that anthony that's and... the no, first no, no. one no they don't actually pull up to a white castle i think they pull up somewhere else and anthony anderson's working the drive through and he just he just has like a break from reality, and I guess his co-worker's name is Pookie, and he's like, "All right, Pookie, let's burn this motherfucker down." <laughs> he just starts throwing everything everywhere, and I want to, I want to find uh, that clip and gotcha. put Pookie's head on it. Gotcha. Yeah, right. that's a good name. That's a good one. But that's somebody's last name is Pookie. Yeah, P U K K I Pookie.
1: Pookie, that sounds great.
0: Yeah. All right. You want to shut it down? I'm
1: you done. want to wind down? You I'm done? done. I'm yeah. Done. Your little eyes are rolling in the back of your head. I'm done, dude. Yeah. It's been a long couple of weeks. I'm ready to get some night. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with us tonight, tomorrow, whenever it was, whether on YouTube, iTunes, um, wherever you found us at Pocket Cast, Stitcher. Yeah. Other hot button locales, Yelp, maybe.
0: Can somebody MySpace. make us a Yelp
1: page? Actually. MySpace. <laughs> MySpace. Dude, we should start. I have wanted to start this. Restir- Everything old becomes new again. Yeah. And I've wanted. <laughs> I have wanted. MySpace is the the vinyl of the yeah, internet. No, not MySpace. I want to take on the task. Of, because our website, we've talked about how yeah. we need to update it, blah, blah, blah. I just want to make like a angel fire type oh, like, my a, God. like that style website for our website <laughs> where it's just a bunch of flash animations and just black background with like green comic sands. I, I want to see a resurgence of website <laughs> formatting back to mid 90s aesthetic like that's what i think would fit our brand is to is to redo our website and that like forget all this fucking Squarespace, like have a template it's got to be all like just (laughs) embrace it be ridiculous it doesn't fucking load on mobile you have to boot it up on a desktop because otherwise it's just you get one letter of one word and the rest of it's all vertical space it's uh
0: thank you brian
1: brian is always coming through in the
0: clutch you
1: guys go ahead have to order from the drive-through menu. What happened
0: to the White Castle? What? There used to be a White Castle right here in this location. Where is
1: it? I hate to be the bear of bad news, guys, but Burger Shack—they bought this. That's like an 18-minute clip. One thing I've learned. Come on, Boogie, let's burn this motherfucker down! <laughs> oh, that's great. Thank you, Brian. I needed that. But yeah, I don't know where we started at with, oh, the Yelp page. So yeah, however you found us, be sure to leave us a rating, a review, smash a thumbs up, um, put us in your top eight. Make sure to uh, hit us up on AIM. Swipe right. Swipe right. Swipe up. <laughs> We're going to start using Tinder for business. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they have it set up? Does Isn't Bumble set up for friends now? We just need to put a home before dark. <laughs> like, we'll put a home before dark. I count on Bumble so people can find out about the podcast for people that want to meet up with other people uh, that like Atlanta United. I think that's a brilliant marketing strategy, Tim. We'll run it up the flagpole and see what HR thinks yeah, about it. Yeah. And Brian
0: says we need to get you the guys the that green next door neighbor approved ah, sticker. I like
1: it. I like it. That's great. So, yeah, we're we're trendsetters. We're going to have to figure it out. So, uh, however you found us, thank you for doing so. We love you guys. Love you guys. Um, Them Five Stripes is hell. Hoping to get three more points on Wednesday. Until then, as always, be home before